and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So for this week's episode, we are just going to be talking about unapologetically how I am no longer wasting my time on fill in the blank. So basically with this episode, I wanted to talk more about things that I'm no longer wasting my time on. And then also I did a poll on my personal Instagram just because my podcast Instagram sadly doesn't have a bit of an engaged following, at least not right now. So I wanted to get some of y'all's responses on what you're no longer unapologetically wasting your time on. And I will get into those a little bit later in the episode, probably more towards the end once I wrap up the things that I'm no longer wasting my time on. So with that said, why don't we go ahead and get into this episode? So one of the first things that I am no longer wasting my time on are those who do not care about me. And so what I mean by this are people who simply don't support anything that I do, people who aren't thinking about me in their best interest, people who just don't have time for me, and people who are just overall not willing to be around me. I don't have time for people who don't give a shit about me. Why should I give people who don't care about me the time of the day when they're not willing to do the same? This was something that took me a really long time to figure out because I can tell you all throughout middle school and high school, I would spend so much time trying to get people to care about me or to accept me in some kind of way. And this will kind of go into the next thing that I'm about to talk about. But basically, I tried so hard to get people to like me. I tried so hard to make people happy. And something that just took me a really, really long time to figure out is that I didn't realize that you're not going to make everyone happy. Not everyone is going to like you. And that's okay. I have learned over the years, especially after I graduated college, that there are so many people who truly just don't care about me anymore. I could tell you a good chunk of the people that I went to college with, especially within my sorority, no longer care about me and what I do. As I mentioned before, a lot of them have unfollowed me on social media or they've defriended me. And at first, I took it personally because I thought some of these people were my friends. But then I realized, Alana, no. Your friends would not unfollow you on social media. Your friends would not delete you off of social media. Your friends would still be there for you and support you, even if they're not your target audience. They're still going to want to know what you're up to. And that was a tough pill to swallow. As I mentioned, I've just learned to not take things so personally when it came to things like that. And I've just come to realize maybe it's best that these people are just no longer in my life. And if I were to ever reunite with them, all I got to do is just remain cordial, which is something that I'm actually pretty good about doing. Or I don't just have to interact with them at all. I'm not 
going to force myself to interact with somebody who clearly doesn't give a shit about me or someone who clearly doesn't like me or doesn't care for me at all. Why should I do the same? I don't owe anyone anything. And I really encourage those who are listening that you can take that advice to heart because I think it's quite valuable. And I don't want to see you get hurt by people who just simply don't give a shit about you when you constantly have to try to seek validation from others. So this sort of leads me into the next thing, but I am no longer wasting my time on those who have no desire to be my friend. Boy, was I guilty of this for the longest fucking time. Elsa agrees with me. She's like, yes, queen. I don't know if you can hear her in the background, but she's meowing a lot right now. But all throughout middle school, I was just trying to fit in like any normal teenager is in middle school. And I definitely got into the wrong crowd and developed a lot of toxic friendships with people who weren't even really my friends. It was more of people pretending to be my friend. I found out that they were very two-faced. They were lying behind my back. And I ignored it because I thought people were just trying to fuck with me. And I was just very naive because I really wanted validation. Because I felt like being friends with certain people was basically an indicator of my worth as a person. I cared so much about what people thought of me when I was younger. Oof. And that took me a really long time to get used to was that you need to learn how to not give a shit about what others think about you, especially if it's for petty things. That's a them problem and not a you problem. And typically people who have no desire to be your friend or those who say you have no friends, it never ever has to do with anything regarding yourself. It always has to do with them as a person and how they feel about themselves. And they're not going to admit it, but it's true because they're going to think it's ridiculous, but they're naive to their own insecurities and they're not aware of what's really going on. And that's sad and pathetic. And I really hope those people will be able to recognize that one day and get the help that they need. I remember even in high school within my Jewish youth group, I would also do the same thing where I would think that there were certain people who were my friends, especially three certain guys. And it didn't hit me until college when I realized, you know what? These dudes actually fucking suck. They're fake as shit. I don't understand why I didn't see through the bullshit back then. But it took a really long time for that to click with me. Especially with one of them treated me so poorly after college. Or I'm sorry, after high school. And would always write rude things anytime I posted a status. And we would get into these dumb arguments over college football and it was so petty and stupid oh my god but at the same time I'm realizing like Alana this person is not your friend this person is an asshole you need to get this person out of your life and then 
I really lied to myself again when I moved to San Francisco because one of those dudes sisters was living in San Francisco at the time and I thought maybe it could be cool to meet up with her and I can tell you this girl really just had no desire to want to meet up with me she'd be like yeah yeah totally and we never made plans and I just eventually gave up and I realized this girl has no fucking desire to want to see you she has no desire to want to hang out with you and be your friend why are you fucking trying to hang out with her? Alana, wake up. And then I woke up eventually and said, okay, I'm no longer going to reach out to this person because she clearly does not give a fuck about me. So then I eventually unfollowed her on social media because I realized she had no desire to be my friend. She didn't really care about me. And I shouldn't have to put in the effort for a friendship that's not even there to begin with. As I mentioned before, not everybody is going to want to be your friend. So don't waste your time on people who have no desire to want to hang out with you. It's not the end of the world and don't take it personally. Sometimes you're just not going to click with people and that's okay. So it took me probably until I was 25 years old to recognize that, which is sad and I'm almost 30. So... Yeah, that was a big learning lesson for me, but at the same time, I simply just didn't understand that concept until a later stage in my life. So moving away from people who don't give a shit about me, let's kind of switch gears to job-related stuff. Hmm, my fun topic. Hmm, such a fun topic to chat about. So One thing that I'm absolutely no longer wasting my time on, especially for someone who's currently applying and interviewing to jobs right now, is no more writing cover letters. Oh my God. Let me tell you something now. It is 2021. I can safely tell you as someone who is in tag recruitment that cover letters are a waste of time. It is an outdated job application process that you no longer need to do if someone tells you to write a cover letter ignore them most cover letters are not being read today especially if you're applying through an applicant tracking system recruiters are not reading them we don't give a shit about them in fact recruiters think reading cover letters is a huge waste of their time and they rather would just spend a couple seconds looking at your resume, seeing if you have the job skills, and then the interviews will speak for themselves regarding your personality and your qualifications. I'm serious. Stop writing cover letters. You really do not need cover letters. The only time I would recommend writing a cover letter is if you're applying to a job at a company that you absolutely want to work at and they say, hey, a cover letter is required, then it's up to you whether or not you want to spend time writing the cover letter and if you believe that it's worth it by all means do it but most companies are now making cover letters optional or they're not even having oh my god my cat is going crazy or they're not even giving you the option to submit a cover letter because they don't care about it so take that for what you will as a tech recruiter i'm telling you it is perfectly fine to apply to a job without a cover letter And I think the only places that still require cover letters today are just old companies, really boring companies, I should say. Okay, that's not fair. Some old companies are 
doing cool things still. But let's say some just like basic companies. You know what? I don't want to I don't want to offend people, but people who work at companies and hiring that are still using outdated practices. That's what you got to look out for. And it's up to you whether you want to put the time in or not. But I certainly am no longer wasting my time on cover letters because recruiters hate them. I certainly hate them. Most job applicants hate them. So why bother? And then speaking of the job search process, I am no longer wasting my time on applying to more jobs, at least for now. So I have been interviewing like crazy, y'all. Let me tell you something. The amount of job interviews that I've been getting has been ridiculous. And I talked a little bit about this last week, I believe, on my podcast. But basically, I have a couple of on-sites coming up. I'm in the assignment stage with a few companies. And then I have one more phone screen this coming week. And then I'm just going to take a break from interviewing. I'm not going to accept any more calls and interviews unless I keep getting rejected from a couple on sites that I have coming up and then I can restart my process over but right now I think I need to slow down my job search stop applying to new jobs and wait till I have an offer in my hand or wait till I get rejected from two of the on sites and then I can keep going because I believe if you are really further along in a interview process with multiple companies I do feel confident, well, if you feel confident enough, I'm going to send my good vibes your way, that you should be able to at least get an offer from one of the few places that you're probably interviewing at once. I feel really confident that I'll get at least one offer, fingers crossed, but I am definitely manifesting a job offer or starting a new job within the next few weeks, and I've been feeling really good about it, so yeah, I've stopped wasting my time on applying for more jobs because I just feel like there's no point in applying to new places when I'm already in later stages with companies at the moment. Okay, and then speaking of work, once I get hired, I will no longer be wasting my time on companies that treat me terribly. Oh my God. So I already spilled the tea on why I left my last job. And I have spilled the tea on other workplaces that have treated me terribly and have been very toxic. But I will not stand being treated poorly anymore. And I swear, if the next company that I go to starts to micromanage me and treat me terribly and thinks that I'm underperforming when I'm not, then I will say peace the fuck out and I will go to the next best thing. And I don't like that because that makes me look like a job hopper. And it definitely does not look good on resumes, but I can't stand working at places where I'm going to be treated terribly. I'm not going to be treated like I'm a person who has feelings and I'm only human. And I'm not going to tolerate being micromanaged and not being trusted to get my work done when I am doing my fucking job. That is so goddamn beyond frustrating. And I know so many people have been in that situation. We did a whole episode on this podcast about toxic work environments and where so many people shared their stories with me and the ridiculousness that they had to face at their jobs and why they left. And like, I thought my situations have been bad. 
I've seen some worse ones based off people who had submitted their stories to me. But it's just simple as that. The second I'm being treated terribly and that I'm being questioned in a very um, inappropriate manner, I guess you could say, I'm out. Bye. I deserve a really safe working environment that's going to be comfortable. The bar is really low when it comes to what I'm looking for in a workplace environment. I just want to be valued. I just want to be supported and I want to be encouraged. So yeah, who wouldn't want that? The next few things, these are related to dating. So I'm no longer wasting my time on mean men. And I feel like I've already been implementing that for a while. I really don't have time to get into arguments and fights with guys who don't agree with me on certain things, with men who are just going to be misogynistic and terrible. Thankfully, I have not come across a lot of misogynistic men on dating apps. I've never had too many bad encounters, and I would say that I'm kind of one of the lucky ones because a lot of women do face a lot of bullshit on dating apps, but I feel like I've been doing a really good job of weeding those guys out so I don't have to talk to them and I don't get caught up in that moment and I'm more careful with who I'm choosing to chat with, which is probably why I haven't ran into a lot of mean dudes. And then, of course, we all know that I'm not wasting my time on men who don't want relationships. I refuse to go out with men who aren't looking for anything serious right now. They don't want a family. They don't want marriage. They want to stay single for as long as they can. And that's not what I'm looking for. So I've already started implementing that one. But of course, you know me, I like to repeat things a ton because sometimes I just feel like I can't make myself clear. I know what I want and I'm not afraid to say what I want. And I want people to know that. Because I think knowing what you want is sexy. I think having confidence and being so sure of yourself is sexy. And that is something that I want in a partner. And I'm hoping that I can find a guy out there who is very similar to me. So we all know that I'm not wasting my time with men who don't want relationships. It's just not happening. So cheers to that. And then I'd say the last thing that I'm no longer wasting my time on is betting on sports. I've talked about this before and how this is a big financial mistake that I've made. And I think I've had enough. My bank account has had enough. And I'm tired and I'm over it. I'm tired of losing money. I'm in no position to lose money anymore, especially with the fact that I don't have a job, even though I haven't bet it on, even though I haven't done any sports betting in a very long time I'd say a few months now so I'm really proud of myself for holding back and deleting that app off my phone I really recommend like if you're gonna bet on a sport do it like once a year because it can get so addicting and I was starting to fall in a rabbit hole of betting and I was worried that I was gonna get addicted so I knew that I had to stop because it was simply destroying my money and I really wish that I could get back the hundreds and hundreds of dollars I spent on betting and getting such little return from those bets. So yeah, lesson learned. So with that being said, I got a few submissions 
from some folks on Instagram regarding what they're no longer wasting their time on. So I wanted to read them for you guys and give you my opinions on them. So this person said that they're no longer wasting their time on watching TV. Look, I can respect that. I think watching TV can certainly waste your time and it basically can kill all your time, I should say. For me personally, I like watching TV. There are shows that I watch. Like I like watching a lot of reality television shows like Big Brother, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. I like watching some shows on Netflix. Well, I guess that doesn't really count as TV. You know, I don't watch that much TV. I think it's really just a couple reality shows that just come on during the year. A lot of shows that I used to watch on TV have ended. They've had their series finale. So I don't really have that many things to look forward to anymore that I used to. But look, I can respect this. I can respect finding ways to make better use of your time by not watching TV. Am I one of those people? (laughs) No, not exactly. But respect. I totally understand that and more power to you. So this next person says, I'm no longer wasting my time on toxic family. Amen to that. I have given my opinions on my family and my relationships with my family and the toxicity that I've dealt with in my family. Oh my God, take a shot for how many times I just said the word family right there. But yeah, I know this person well actually and I know that this person has shared a lot about their past with their family and how they've been able to relate to that with me and it sucks when you don't get along with your family because those are the people that you grew up with the people that you know the most or that you think you that that you know the most and that they know you the most but really they don't actually know you at all so I get that And I say good for you because I also have cut family members out of my life and I don't feel bad about it at all. I feel relieved. It's a big weight lifted off my shoulder. Another thing that someone said is that they're not wasting their time on a job. Look, I feel you on that. I would love to never have a job ever again. I would love to be a full-time content creator for the rest of my life. Or work at a company, have an IPO, become a millionaire, and then never work a day in my life ever again. Because I really don't like working at all. And it's funny because my goal in life isn't to be rich. It's not to be a millionaire. The reason I said that is just because I'll have enough money to live comfortably for a while. And then I would assume that I would be more well-established within my YouTube channel and my social media career that I could live off whatever I'm making there and I would be comfortable with it. So that's basically what I meant with that millionaire comment just so I don't have to ever work again because, yeah, having a job sucks. And I do like recruiting, but again, I still prefer working for myself. This person also said that they're no longer wasting their time on social media. I wonder if that means that they are cutting back their time on social media or if they're just going to cut it out of their life altogether. I mean, this was done through Instagram and Instagram is social media. But yeah, no, I say good for you. I think social media can be a really toxic place. 
and it can make us feel really bad about ourselves. And I think that social media also kills a lot of time. I know that I need to become better at limiting my time on social media, whether I'm scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or watching YouTube videos because those are all considered social media. I think decreasing your time on social media and finding other ways to unplug and unwind is really important and that's something that I need to be a lot better with and I really wish that I could work on this. I don't know when I'm going to do it but I know that I need to be better with that so I applaud you for that one because that's that can be hard for some people. This next person said men who don't meet my standards Amen, girly. Amen. I don't believe you should ever compromise your standards just to get into a relationship with someone. I'm the exact same way. If somebody doesn't meet my standards, whether it's within communication, wanting a relationship, simply just having the bare minimum because it's literally all I'm asking for, then I don't want it. I would rather be single and lonely in air quotes, even though I'm not lonely at all, but... I would rather be single than be with somebody who isn't going to meet the bare minimum of what I'm looking for. And that's frustrating. It's also really hard to find connection these days. So I'm never going to settle for someone that I just simply don't click with because that's going to be a very unsuccessful relationship and it's going to fail and I don't want that. I am looking for something that's going to be epic and last forever. And I appreciate this person for saying that. So this last one, this person said, right now, online dating. I'll get back into it, but I'm enjoying not having to deal with assholes. We got a lot of dating talk right now. Yeah, I I am very burnt out by online dating. I am so tired of the apps. I think dating apps, even though that's kind of my preference of finding someone to meet right now I can surely admit that they can be toxic as fuck and I just haven't been able to prioritize like a social life lately my extroverted self has started to be a little bit more introverted since I've moved to Portland and trust me I don't like it at all because I like being an extrovert but I have been staying in so much I'm not getting out and meeting people And it's not to say that I don't want that. It's just that I am just trying to get back on my feet again with getting a better paying job and still trying to get my apartment together. So once I have my apartment finally together, I just finished my bathroom. All I have left is to do a couple of things within my bedroom and then I need to buy a sofa and a carpet. Okay, like, oh, let's be real. There's still a lot that I need to do with my apartment. So I hope once I have a new job, then I will be able to finish my apartment and then I'm going to feel so much more comfortable and then I can finally start prioritizing a social life, getting out there, making friends, hopefully meeting men organically out in the open in Portland and see what happens. That would be pretty cool, right? So I totally agree with you right now. Sometimes we don't want to waste our time on online dating. And like I also take dating breaks and I believe taking breaks from online dating is so important for your mental health and your sanity. 
and I believe in wanting to develop a healthy relationship with the concept of dating. So good for you for doing that. I, I appreciate that. I get myself into those breaks when I feel like I need it the most. So I might be there very soon. We will see. But yeah, those were all the submissions that I got. So I appreciate those who took the time to share what they're no longer wasting their time on. And I think this has been a really fun episode. I'd like to do more of these where I get submissions from Instagram and hopefully I can post more on my Instagram. I think eventually I would like to hire an assistant when I can afford it for my podcast Instagram because I do believe that there should be more posts on my Instagram. I just can't manage everything on my own right now even though I don't have a job but it's hard and I think having some help would be really nice and having just somebody make the posts for me on Instagram and just managing it that would be so phenomenal. So that is a goal that I'm working towards. I think that could be a really good goal to have in 2022 is having somebody sort of work for me in a way, which would be kind of cool, even though I'm a little nobody creator, but I need help. It's hard to run two Instagram accounts as one at once, plus have a podcast, plus have a YouTube channel. It's a lot. So I need some help and... I would like that to happen eventually. But with that being said, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic. If you liked this episode, make sure you do give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you ever want to share your unapologetic experiences with me, you can always email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com and make sure you follow the podcast at shamelesslyunapologetic on Instagram. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.